Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 144. Today, I get to have someone I'm really excited about on air, one of my students, Lindsay Roman. Lindsay is a Hawaii-based travel wedding and elopement photographer based out of Oahu, Hawaii, and I was lucky enough to get to experience her photography magic during our recent trip to Hawaii. I mean, if you guys are on Instagram, you have seen her images that she took of Drew and I. Now, I have watched Lindsay grow her business from pretty much the very beginning. She is a huge dreamer, an adventurer, a girl who always has her bags packed and a wife to her sweet husband and hilarious husband, let me tell you, Andrew. And she serves the world through storytelling. She loves taking photos of adventurous couples in love in wildly beautiful places and through encouraging others to value their worth while following their God-given calling. I was introduced to Lindsay when she first signed up for my photo lab course, which we are relaunching. And I have just been able to watch her flourish. It is so exciting to watch my students succeed. And she was somebody I wanted to have come on the show because regardless of if you're a photographer or not, her story can resonate. She had to move to a place where she didn't know a soul. She started a very niche business as an adventure photographer, and she'll explain exactly how she she landed that and how she figured out that that was her calling. And today I'm just so excited to have her share how she developed her business and why she decided to invest. I think that a lot of times when we are first starting out, we are so strapped on resources and we're not quite sure what the best investments are. And what I love about Lindsay is that she shares about how she decided that and there are many different options. And I love just hearing her journey from the beginning to where she is today, which by the way, is a super successful photographer. Now, on to the good stuff. I am going to be leading a free training for photographers of three simple hacks to fill your marketing calendar, and it is happening super soon. And so I want for you to save your seat at the training at photowebinar.com. 
This is a training that Lindsay first took that really helped her understand if I was the right educator for her and to hear about the photo lab program. And we are just so excited to be sharing this with the world. And so you can sign up, save your seat. They are limited at photowebinar.com and you can learn three simple hacks to fill your photography calendar. Now, without further ado, let's dive on in and hear all about my sweet friend and student, Lindsay Roman. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor today, Audible. Here is a special little offer for all of you gold diggers. Thanks to Audible, you can try a free audiobook for a 30-day free trial. Yep, that's right, a free audiobook. Go to audible.com slash gold digger or text gold digger to 500-500 to get in on that audiobook magic. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Jenna. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I, okay, can we all just like be honest for a minute that starting podcast episodes is probably the most awkward thing ever? <laughs> it's it's so awkward, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we'll like tie it all into how awkward some things can be as a photographer. But <laughs> Lindsay, welcome to the show. I could not think of a better woman to have on the show. If any of you guys follow me on Instagram, you have seen Lindsay's beautiful work. We were oh just gosh. in Hawaii. We hired her and we'll, we'll share the story of how all of this came to be. But Lindsay, I want for you to tell the world who is Lindsay Roman and how did you get to where you are today? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm freaking honored to be here. <laughs> And so for those of you that don't know, my name is Lindsay Roman. I am a destination elopement and wedding photographer based in Oahu, Hawaii. And that's how me and Jenna connected. Well, technically we connected, but we'll get there. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself. So I did not originally plan on being a photographer. Like growing up, that was never my dream goal or thought I, ever since I was a little girl, I had wanted to become an actress straight up. I would watch the Disney channel and be like, I want to be the girl on the TV. And so in high school and college, I always did, I did theater. I majored in theater. I threw in a film major also because I thought, okay, well, if I'm going to Hollywood, I want to be into film. And then I also threw in a business minor because that seemed practical. I was like, let's throw a little slice of practicality in here. Uh, (laughs) But looking back, that was like foreshadowing to like where God was taking me. But after college, I feel like everyone kind of has to deal with that issue of like, you've been spoon fed the next step every step of your life until you graduate Mm -hmm. college. And it's like, oh, crap, what am I going to (laughs) do? And so immediately after I... I did a ministry internship with like the church college ministry that I was a part of for a year. And it was in that kind of like season of life that I was able to kind of explore and kind of really figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I had always been a creative person. I think the reason that I love photography and the reason that I loved acting back in the day is because it was storytelling. It was using my art and my talent to like 
facilitate and like create emotion in people and really like bring stories to life. And I had always loved photography, like in the background, I had done it um, on my high school newspaper team, I had done it here and there just like casually in college. And I had like, my dad gave me a DSLR camera for Christmas one year. And so it was in that year internship with my church that I, I looked at my camera one day and I was just like, why do I not know how to use that on manual? Mm -hmm. Like I looked at it and I was like, I freaking, I studied abroad in England and I used it all on auto. I shot in (laughs) JPEG. I slapped myself all the time thinking about that now, but I, I just, I looked at it and I realized like I have a greater potential. I know I'm good at photography and I could be better if I actually applied myself and learned what freaking aperture meant. So Mm -hmm. I like that day I read the manual and my Andrew, my husband says that he told me to, but I thought I, that was my own initiative, (laughs) But, but I read the manual. I started looking at blogs, like just YouTube videos, just to learn anything and everything I could about how to use my camera and like actually become good. And so I slowly started photographing my roommates. I photographed families in my church and I just started, it wasn't like that day. I was like, I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to start a business. It was more just, let's see where this goes. This is a hobby that I want to be good at. And as I like slowly started getting better, I like made a Facebook page for myself. I called myself Lindsay Noel Photography, which is now Lindsay Roman. And it just like slowly, like, I don't even know. It just, it's was like a slow progression. I opened a Facebook page and then I opened a website and it just like, it slowly progressed. And at first I was doing anything and everything, you know, when you first start a photography business or any business, really, you start like as wide as you can just to get income and to get business flowing through the door. And so as I slowly started to grow, like it became more of a legit business and my ministry internship stopped. And at that point I had like been doing weddings, the inquiries were coming in and I was like, I love this. It's, it just fits so in line with who I am and what God made me to be. Like it just, it felt like all my talents were coming together and like, I just fell in love with entrepreneurship. I think like, that's just the love that I had for storytelling and acting was Mm -hmm. so represented in photography and the, the art and taking people's stories and putting them in a visual platform. And so I, yeah, the inquiry started coming. And then after my internship ended, that's exactly when I got married. And so at that point in time, I went full time. And literally to this day, my husband was still a college student when we got married. So I do not straight up know how we made it. Like, let's just get married. Okay, I'm gonna start a business and go full time and go good luck with school. Like, I don't know how we did it. But the Lord is faithful. That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it just grew from there. And then we, for anybody that doesn't know this, we grew up in Kansas. I started my business in Kansas. And so my husband had one more semester after we got married and after I went full time of college. And then after he graduated college, he decided to go into the Coast Guard. And so once he was in the Coast Guard, I was still like building my business, growing it. And then we got orders to move to Hawaii. And that's where we are now. And so I had to kind of as I was growing my business, I realized that I wanted to focus more on 
more like weddings and elopements. And I was just drawn to the more adventurous aspect of photography versus like families or seniors or anything else. And so I, I was already trying as hard as I could, as hard as I possibly could to market more towards the adventurous, like wedding type niche, I guess you would say. And I, so when we got orders to move to Hawaii, I was like, okay, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of an upgrade landscape wise from Kansas. So it's not bad. It's fine. We'll just, we'll go. (laughs) And so we moved here. And ever since we moved here, like, it's just been amazing to see the growth just because like, I was already kind of catering more towards the adventurous outdoorsy like elopement market and Hawaii just lends itself so nice to that but yeah that's kind of where I am right now and a little bit of my story and how I got here I love that. So one thing that I love, and I think that so many new entrepreneurs ask and to be honest you're still I mean technically a newer entrepreneur is people yeah. wonder like what do I do if I have to move to a place where I don't know anyone? So can you kind of walk us through some of the things you did before moving to Hawaii and once you got there in order to kind of set a new space for Lindsay Roman photography? Yeah, absolutely. So I, well, with the military, you kind of have to just be willing to go on the fly. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) it's such an unknown type of lifestyle. So we found out last at the end of last April. So like April 30th, we found out, Hey, you're moving to Hawaii officially. And then we moved at the beginning of July. So like we had a few months, but not too many, not like six months of prep. And so, and I had already known that we were moving. I just didn't know where. And so even in Kansas before, also because this caters to me wanting to be more destination photographer anyway, I, anytime we would travel, I would like reach out to people, try to get shoots in other places other than the wheat fields of Kansas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so just to get more like quote unquote destinations in my portfolio. And I was doing that already. So when we found out we were moving to Hawaii, literally that day, I changed everything to say (laughs) Hawaii based wedding photographer. And for a while that seemed like if you went to my website, like (laughs) Like I might've had like a few photos from like California, but it it was like fields and trees and it was like Hawaii destination wedding photographer. And someone could have been looking at that and been like, really now? (laughs) But I knew I wanted to forward market as much as possible. So I, yeah, Hawaii based wedding photographer, destination wedding photographer. I changed my like everything, like Instagram, website, Facebook page, Pinterest, like every single thing I could to say Honolulu or Hawaii, anything like that. And that helped a lot. The other thing I did is that I think a lot of people underutilize hashtags on Instagram. Mm -hmm. A lot of people I think use hashtags like, quote unquote, like elopement or like they, they do hashtags for feature accounts, which is great. Like feature accounts are so awesome. But I think if you think about it from a prospective client's perspective, when they're looking for a wedding photographer, they're either going on Google or they're going on Instagram probably and hashtagging like the location wedding photographer. Yep. And I, I knew that because I had already got so much work, even in Kansas city, we were living in Kansas. I would hashtag my posts, hashtag Kansas city wedding photographer. And people would book me just because they were looking for a Kansas city wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that, like from that day in April that we found out that we were moving to Hawaii, I didn't care that I wasn't there yet. 
I hashtagged literally every single post with as many combinations that you could think of, of just like, hashtag Oahu Brides, hashtag mm-hmm. Hawaii wedding photographer, hashtag Hawaii destination wedding, hashtag Kauai wedding, hashtag Maui Brides, like literally any combination that you could fit in 30 hashtags. <laughs> I did that. And doing that, I booked two engagement sessions before I even got to the islands. I had a couple of people reach out and be like, hey, do you want to grab coffee? And I'm like, ooh, in two months? Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually live so, there yet. <laughs> Right. I was like, once I live there, for sure. And then so that helped. The other thing that really helped was right when I got there, I started second shooting immediately Mm -hmm. just because I wanted wedding work specifically that had like beaches and palm trees in it. Like, because I could get session work from the engagements, but you know, I wanted also to make connections and just get into like dive into the Hawaiian wedding market. Mm -hmm. And I think that's applicable to anywhere you're going or any move that someone's making that like reach out right away, like get involved in that market, like start making connections, start making friends. And that that's just so helpful. And like, people keep asking me, like, they're like, how did you grow your business? And when I tell people like when I tell my clients, oh, they're like, when did you move here? I'm like, oh, last July. They're like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, because I've built it so well. And I I think I made the transition so smooth that it it feels like I've been here longer than I have. Mm -hmm. And just from doing the things that I, I just said. So I love I that. That's mainly how I did it. So one thing and one reason why I wanted you on the show is that you have a very specific specialty. And so you are not the photographer for everyone. And I think I love that about you because I, I know when I watch a lot of people start a business, they want to be all things to all people. And, and what you have done is that you've created this very niche business of adventurous couples in Hawaii. Can we talk a little bit about what made you want to specialize in one thing and then how you made sure that your brand spoke to that? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started, I... I think like any photographer, you start off and you shoot anything and everything for money and just to explore what it is you love. Mm -hmm. I started off like I shot seniors, I shot families, couples, weddings, engagements, like the whole nine yards. I never really did newborns. Newborns are a whole other ballgame. One talent that I just do not possess. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, yeah, I started shooting everything. And as I kind of explored, figured out what I liked and what I didn't like, I realized that like my true passion lied in photographing couples in love. I loved shooting like just two people in love and like understanding like the vulnerability and like the beautiful (laughs) aspects of love that just are, I I think that are so magical. And so my heart really fell in love with couples. And so once I figured that out, I was like, okay, I primarily want to be a couple wedding photographer. And the mistake that I made, it was still taking on families and seniors because money. Like Mm -hmm. I was at the point, like I said, my husband was like still in school. I was quote unquote full time. And I was like, okay, well, we need money straight up. So I still took on families and seniors. And while that was good, I think it it prevented me from getting more into my, I mean, my journey has happened semi-fast anyway, but I think it could have been even faster had I like zoned in on that sooner and not been afraid to jump into that niche because I think the the thing that we think of is that like, oh, well, I'm a photographer. I have to be a photographer for everyone. Mm -hmm. But really, then you're just mediocre at all the things and not 
specialized in one thing and a pro at one thing. So when people look at your page and your website or your Instagram, they're like, oh my gosh, she is the like adventurous couple photographer. She's not just like doing newborns and babies and weddings and elopements and like everything. Mm -hmm. I think that personally turns people off to you. I think if you have one niche, that's amazing. And it's like, she knows exactly who she is. She knows exactly what she's doing and what she's about. And so when I figured out that I wanted to do elopements and well, couples first, I knew I wanted to do weddings, but I was still shooting families and seniors I, I still, I tried as hard as I could to like really push the couples. And then there was a point where I was like, I told my husband, I was like, Andrew, I, I do not want to say yes to another family inquiry. Like I love families mm-hmm. as, like, as a person, I love families. I don't love shooting families. So what do I do? And so he was like, I don't think you're at a point yet to say no to them because like I wasn't getting enough inquiries from just couples. And so I kept shooting everything. And then I think it was in, let me think. I think it was in the like January or like the spring season of 2016, I want to say. I had been booking enough couples and weddings to be like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to just specialize on that. And that's kind of when I rebranded. I made a new website and it's very clear on my website if you go to it that it's like, it says like destination Hawaii wedding photographer. And then like the two sections that you can go to to see the portfolio is weddings and couples. Like Mm. there's no family option of the portfolio on my website. And so I strategically rebranded to be just couples. When family inquiries or senior inquiries started coming in, I started saying no. And if I had already had any seniors or families booked from the point that I said, hey, no more, I still shot them. I still gave them an amazing client experience, but I didn't post them on my Instagram. I didn't post them on my Facebook, on my website. Like I stopped marketing them Mm -hmm. because it's so true that people will book you for what you're showing. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't want to do families, but you keep showing family photos on your Instagram, well, then you're going to get in, like you're going to get family inquiries. And so that honestly helped just like zoning in on couples And then even in couples and weddings, as I was doing couples and weddings, I realized, okay, I absolutely love like wild, adventurous, like mountain elopements, which was hard in Kansas. (laughs) Like, I won't lie. I love Kansas, but it was hard. Like it's the Midwest. There's not much other than flat land. (laughs) And so once I zoned in on like realizing that I wanted to do like even more specifically, like be like an elopement and adventurous destination wedding photographer. I started marketing towards that specifically. And like all the words on my website are catered to like draw in the girl that wants to elope in the mountains or doesn't mind getting her dress dirty because she's so in the moment and so in love with her husband to be that she like doesn't care if there's a speck of dirt on her dress. And that's like totally my type of bride. And Everything on my website says that, it caters to that, and it's also repelling then opposite. It's repelling the girl that wants to get married in a church or with a very classic look. And not to say that those weddings are bad because they're absolutely not. They're just not for me. Mm. And I I understood that. Like I didn't want to be the photographer for everybody. I wanted to be the photographer for the wild and the whimsical. Oh, I love that. And I think this goes for no matter what industry you're in, like show the kind of work that you want to keep creating. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. we have these 
like two year off visions and we think, well, someday I'll get to that. But if people don't even know you can do that, you're never going to book that kind of work. And I love that you figured that out. I know I did the same exact thing. I was shooting everything and I just went down to weddings and, and it's, it reminds me, Drew and I were in New York or no, I'm sorry. My sister and I were in New York, like couple months ago, we were walking down the street and we were trying to figure out what we wanted to eat. And we walked by this one restaurant and it was like Italian, Mexican, hot dogs, like nachos, <laughs> like all these different kinds of foods. And then we walk to the next store and it was like the best chai in New York City. And I was like, that's where we're going. Like you want the yeah. best. You don't want someone that's dabbles in everything. And you learned right. that so early on. So Can you tell listeners how we met and what that looks like and when that happened? Well, it's so funny that you had said, like, it's funny that I learned that so quickly. And I learned that I feel like so quickly because of how we met. So how me and Jenna originally met is that I think it was your very first course launch, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So it was right when you had started launching courses and you launched the photo lab, which was then called, I don't even know what, for photographers. (laughs) Yes. It's it's the photo lab. And that was before I had went full time. You launched it, I think in like December of like 2015, I want to say, I don't even know, but you launched it and I had followed you and followed your Instagram. I just, I loved who you are and I loved the I knew that you knew what was up, basically. (laughs) And I was in this place where I had not gone full time and I had a vision for where I wanted to go. I had this like dream of like, I want to be a photographer that's like killing the business. I want to be a wedding. Like I I think from the get-go knew that I always wanted to do destination photography, but that was like the far out dream that I didn't think was possible. Mm -hmm. But I knew that that's where I wanted to go. And so... I took a chance on your course. I signed up because it was like specifically marketing, which I think at that time I needed. I was like, how do I get that client? I don't know. And the thing about courses is I think it's almost just like a fast track ticket. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I could have just like waited around and found out that information and slowly learned it myself in like three or four years. Sure. There's something to be said about having all that information, all that content, like handed to you on a platter, very easy to digest, very easy to learn. And I honestly think that's like such a huge reason that like, I'm where I am right now with only really being full time, like two years. So I have to know, and I, I remember the first time I invested in my business and I felt like I was going to throw up. (laughs) So what (laughs) did that decision look like? Because I think that so many entrepreneurs, regardless of if you buy one of my courses or anyone else out there, investing in education always seems like an afterthought. And yet in hindsight, we're always like, why didn't I do this sooner? What did that process look like for you? I mean, yeah, like people, I think are afraid to spend the money. I think that's like a big fear. But what they don't understand is that when you spend the money on education and on yourself, honestly, like on investing in yourself and your business, you're going to make that back. Like if you invest in a course Mm -hmm. and you put the work in to actually implement it and not just like buy it and then let it sit for five years, like if you invest in the course and actually put it into work, like you're going to get the investment back in how you implement that stuff. And so, but it is, it's like such a hard thing. Like when you're first starting out, it's like, well, I don't have the money, but it's hard to get over that concept of saying like, 
invest now, like receive it back Mm -hmm. 10 times fold later. Let's be real. Audiobooks are amazing. Audible's selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more is unmatched anywhere. And we have a special gift for you. Audible is offering a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial. Go to audible.com slash golddigger or text golddigger to 500-500. It's that easy. I personally love listening to business-focused books on Audible like Purple Cow by Seth Godin. I love this book because it reminds me that sticking out in the business world is really a good thing. I low-key love how listening to books makes me feel productive no matter what I'm doing. Audible also has speed control. It allows you to listen faster or slower. Choose a narration speed that suits you. I swear, they think of it all. Grab a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash golddigger or text golddigger to 500-500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash golddigger, all one word, or text golddigger to 500-500. Yeah, and I think you like value your your money more than your time when you're starting out. I think that- Absolutely. That's like the number one. And I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, my time is valuable. I got to like protect that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yes. I love you. So talk about, I mean, talk about taking the course and, and just kind of what your aha moments were that kind of led you through. Because when you joined, I remember, I remember the day you joined, which is so that weird. Is so I think weird. your name, your name is just so catchy to me. Like, I don't know. It just sounds so so great um before my name was i think Lindsay noel oh okay okay you were Lindsay noel and i was jenna lee like we (laughs) were the first and middle name photographers like and so what i think is just so fun is as an educator to watch the evolution of the students and and to kind of watch as things happen and i think a lot of times as students we'll hear something and we'll think well this just isn't for me and then a year down the road or 6 months down the road you're like oh wait i have this idea and i need to implement yes. it and it's probably something that someone told you so talk about the evolution a little bit so i i mean when i first started i Like in 2015, I had done three weddings. So that was like my very first year in business, like just trying to like figure out what the heck I was doing. And that December was when I signed up for the photo lab. And so then in 2016, that was more when I was like, okay, I'm slowly figuring this out. I'm slowly kind of diving in into specifically what I wanted to do, like which was destination wedding photography. And I think learning branding in your course was just like so helpful and really understanding the value of branding around myself and like making Mm. myself the brand, but then not even just myself, but like, well, myself, (laughs) like making my personality infused into every single aspect of my brand. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's so like, once I got out of my head of being like, oh, I have to be professional. And that means like being so posh and hello, welcome to the Lindsay Noel photography experience. No, like, <laughs> like, like when I realized that I was talking like in slang and I'm like a ball of energy, I'm energetic, I'm like a spitfire. And when I actually started using and utilizing that type of writing and that type of like marketing, like typing like I talk, that's when I think I took off and I learned that like just branding in general and like not being afraid to be yourself. I think like, Mm -hmm. that's what I mainly took away from the photo lab. Well, that and 
creating a very excellent client experience. Like the tools that I learned in there and just like having the ability to have like it laid out for me of like the client, like taking a client through like inquiry all the way to like review at the very end and just Mm -hmm. like making sure every step of the way you have already answered their questions before they ask, you have given them resources that they didn't ask for. And so that they're by the time, like they've not even before they've gone to the shoot or the wedding, they're like, Oh my gosh, she's freaking amazing. Like she has given me absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. And I think the tools that I learned from courses like yours were so helpful. And like, if you don't invest in your business like that, I think that you learn that slower. And so I think that that's how I got to where I am now at a, like a, faster speed. (laughs) I mean, really what's so funny is, so let's tell the story about our shoot together. So Lindsay was in Hawaii and, and I've been following her like as an educator, I am truly invested in my students. And I think people don't realize that like there are a lot of educators that are out there that you know will take your money and run right. in a sense well, you're not like you and, like practice what you preach like you're not oh you're very different I am in it <laughs> I am in it like so I knew Lindsay was in Hawaii and I was like hey we should get together I know you're on a different and island I'm but they're not that, that far away I was like Andrew I'm gonna pass out <laughs> And so uh, we were able to meet in real life. And, you know, over the last few years, I've had students second shoot for me. I've had students become employees. I've watched students grow. And for me, like your success is my success. But the funniest part about it, I don't even think I told you this, Lynn, was you were like doing the things I taught you to do to me. (laughs) Where she's like, I'm going to... I'm going to ask you some questions before your session just to make sure that I understand. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> these are the things. And so, and at that point, just I kidding. Even, like, I didn't even realize, like, because it has been become so a part of my process that, like, yeah. I didn't, like, I didn't even realize that. I mean, like, <laughs> I was using the things that you had taught. That's funny. I loved it. I was like, yes, these are the things we talk about. But it, what's so, fun. And I think what's so awesome about watching you, Linz, and and what I think is just a testament to what I want for every student innocence is to be yourself. And I think that there are so many amazing programs that are like a one size fits all, you know, here are steps A through Z. And, and what sets you apart, you personally apart, is the things that no one can teach you. The crazy dance moves you do on your Instagram stories and (laughs) the way that you make clients feel. Like that's Lindsay. Like that is stuff that you cannot be taught. But there are systems and things like you said that you could learn over time, but you're likely going to mess up a lot and it's going to be way more stressful and you're going to wish you would have done it in hindsight. So talk to us a little bit about who is Lindsay Roman and and what is the business that you've built? Like, what are you most proud about right now? Oh, gosh. Asking the deep questions. Yeah. <laughs> I think I am a storyteller at heart. I'm a friend. I am a spitfire, like I said earlier. I am someone who wants to be friends with my clients. Like, I don't want to take your money and run. I don't want to just book you and you're a number on my calendar. Like I want Mm -hmm. to truly invest in my couples. And I want to do that because the style of photography that I shoot is very candid and emotional. And I hate like superposed images. And I, I say that on my website so much. And that's just a, like a continuation of who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And 
I think that's what attracts people to my work and just to who I am. And I think I truly like started thriving, I would say, once I realized that like my personality goes so hand in hand with the style of photos that I shoot, like just the candid, like adventurous, like passionate, like I'm about nature. I'm about like love. And I want to, I want to build a legacy that basically reaches to the hearts of humans and lets them know that, Hey, like your legacy is important. Your love is important. And I want to come alongside and like showcase that work in a way that is so vibrant. And that makes you like, look back on the photos that we've created together, like in 60 years when you're old and gray and wrinkly and you look back and you're like, damn, we were hot. Like, (laughs) or like it just like the giggles or like the, the weird like quirks that you do. Like I want to showcase those because I think those are the moments that bring people back to their why that bring people back Mm. to why they fell in love, why they're with this person, why they live here or why, like even in hard times in life, like I want people to remember those moments that like, Hey, we're going through a tough time, but we still love each other. Hey, we're going Mm -hmm. through crap, but we're holding on. And this photo and this memory is a living example of why. And so like, that's, I think the power of photos and the power of photography is just, it's not just pretty photos and bookings and like elopements on the mountains. Like that's all cool and dandy. But I think at the heart of it, it's bringing people back to their why and bringing people back Mm -hmm. to the heart and just, yes, that's it. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Tell everyone about our time together because it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Okay. So so we flew to Maui. <laughs> so we flew to Maui and we had never been to Maui, me and my husband. So we got there and we were camping because I'm an idiot and I didn't book a Airbnb or a hotel like until like a week or I didn't think about it until a week and a half before. So um, <laughs> apparently Maui's like a hot place to be. And so literally anything on the island that wasn't like under 500 a night or a hostel was gone. Legit everything. So we camped. And that was fun. And so we met up with you the second day that we were there and we came over to your condo, which is so cute in person. Let me tell you, (laughs) I saw it online, but it's, it's so much cuter in person. And we, oh gosh, you were getting your makeup done and your hair done. And we had decided on this place to shoot. And I just, I loved how personable you were in person. Like you're so kind and genuine online, but I think even in person, you were just like, 10 times that and just so genuine also. And so we, we did the shoot. It was a hoot. Our husbands were crazy. So funny. And my husband, (laughs) let me just tell you this quick story. My husband is an absolute, like hates photos, absolutely hates them. And before the shoot, like I had told him, Hey, we're doing photos with Jenna Kutcher. We're trading photos. Like you are going to smile. I don't care that you do not like photos. You're going to smile and you're going to like it. Like <laughs> that was my, attitude. this is about me. Yeah. Yeah. That was my attitude. And then like a few days before we flew out there, he had, he was like, okay, I will do this for you, but I get to choose what I wear. And he doesn't ever let me pick out his clothes anyway. So, but that's how it was. And, and I was like, Oh gosh, what are you going to choose? And so he goes into his closet and pulls out like the most God awful, like cougar shirt. And like in this day and age, cougar, like graphic tees could maybe be considered hipster, like sold at urban outfitters. But no, this was like absolutely tragic. Like 12 year old nerd. It like middle school boy with zits type of shirt. 
And he like puts it on and he's just like, I'm wearing this. And I was like, oh Lord, you were going to wear a cougar shirt in front of Jenna Kutcher. I cannot. (laughs) And I like started crying, like straight up tears, crying over his cougar shirt. And he was like, hey, I want to be myself. Like when I am dressed up, like you want me to be, I don't feel like myself. Like this is myself. And if you practice what you preach, you want your couples to be authentic. And I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> you just so, serve me what I'm serving I the know. world. And it like was a heart hit. And I was like, oh, dang, I have to let you be yourself. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, it's fine. I will let you wear the cougar shirt. So we showed up. He was in his cougar shirt. And you know what? I think he rocked it. Looking back, it mm. like the photos are so good. And he's like, so himself, like, but he also brought a second outfit to make me happy. So marriage is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, we met up and we had a, a VW van that we that you got rented, I think, on Maui, which was great. And we just we had a lot of fun. And then we ended in the water and I have water housing for my camera. So we ended up on the beach and we were legit like chasing the sun. The sun was going down yeah. and we were like, oh, shoot, we have to go in the water. And so like all four of us sprinting to your car legit changing changing on the highway naked on (laughs) maui highway yeah yeah like just it's fine (laughs) and then we sprint into the water we're like go 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 and just like taking turns frolicking in the water and it was just so much fun and then we ended with like cider on i think it was cider i can't remember but (laughs) cider on the beach and then you guys took us to your favorite sushi place which was so good and like they custom made my sushi roll it was just it was a grand time and we just had so much fun with you guys and just getting to hear your story and ah just it was magical it was so magical and then they camped out at our house the next night and we went to church together and we we just couldn't get enough of each other i mean mean, the whole whole weekend It was amazing. So, Linz, what is your dream for your business? What are you excited about? What fires you up? Oh, my gosh. I think photography-wise, it would be to just to continue growing as a destination wedding photographer. Even though I do live in Hawaii, like the destination of destinations, I don't want to be pigeonholed just to Hawaii. I still want to shoot all over. I would love to just connect with more couples that love my work and love what I'm about I would love to be traveling to Europe and all over in the next couple of years for weddings and destinations. But then on another side of that, I want to grow my business to be more of a legacy in and of itself, other than just Mm -hmm. photography. I just started doing mentor sessions and me and another photographer, Evie Rupp, are doing a workshop in April in Malibu. So that's exciting. And I can't wait for us to kind of explore that and figure out where we want to do more workshops in the future and just teaching. And I I think the reason I love that is just because I love pouring into other people. I love uplifting them and encouraging them to follow their dreams and to really step into their God-given calling. Like a photography aside, that's like a huge passion of mine is just to invest in people and relationships and really like encourage others to say like, Hey, believe in your worth. You are valuable. You are worth it. Go out and freaking kill it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and giving people the tools to do that. And so I don't, I don't want to put a limit on where Lindsay Roman can go. I, I don't know. In five years, I would hope to be building like this empire similar to how you have built yours and just like being a bomb business lady and really encouraging people and bringing people alongside me and encouraging others to do the same. 
I love that. Love that, girl. You can do it. You've watched me do it. So, you I know, know. It's I'm so excited. <laughs> so, do you have any advice for a listener who is hoping to invest in their business and they just don't know if they should invest the time and money? Oh my gosh. Yes. So, first of all, I would say bite the bullet and invest. It's going to pay back, even if you can't see it. Like, you almost have to have that initial, like, belief right away that it's going to pay itself back because it's it will like if you're investing in someone who knows what they're teaching and knows what they're doing like if you implement the work it's going to pay off I promise if I am like a shining proof of that like, <laughs> like just bite the bullet do it it will it will absolutely serve you in the long run and it will save you like years and years of trying to do it and learn it yourself if you want to go slow and you want to build a slow business in like a very long time, then don't invest. But if you would like to get where you're going faster, then 100%, I would suggest investing in education, whether that's a workshop, a mentorship, a course, just keep learning. Mm -hmm. And even after you've felt like you've made it, or even after you've just like thought, oh, okay, I'm good now, like keep learning is my suggestion. I love that. I'm curious. This is my own personal question. Okay. Why did you choose me as someone to mentor you? I think... That's actually a good question because our photography styles are very different. And mm -hmm. I think it's because I knew even just right away, like even before you were doing like so many courses and like you had like, I feel like you still had an empire back then, but you have even more of an empire now. But I, I saw something in you that was like, this girl knows what the hell she's doing and mm -hmm. she's doing it in a way that makes me want to come alongside her. You are so different than other educators, I think, because you're encouraging and like you, you're inspiring also just even like on your Instagram, like everything about you is so uplifting and light. And like, even through hardships, you have just been so, you look at life in such a beautiful, positive way. And I think that's what draws people to you. And that's what drew me to you is that like something about you is different. Something about you is like, just inspiring and like sparkly. I don't know. The sparkly is a weird word, but like, I don't know. It just drew me to you. And I was like, I want to learn from her. I don't care if our photography styles are different because what you were teaching wasn't like how to edit. Like that's not mm -hmm. what you were teaching. It was, it was like, Hey, how to take what you do specifically and like grow it into something like so big and so amazing. I love that. Okay. My last question is what is the single best piece of advice that you have been given that you want to leave our listeners with today? Oh, that's such a good question. I think the single best piece of advice that I've been given, I feel like I have so much advice that I've been given that's been like solid, but I think it would be to get out of your own way to go out yeah. and like do the work. So say like you have a dream and, oh, I read that book. What was it? It's The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And that book okay. was like, so blew me away. But it was just something that she said in there that was like, a lot of people have dreams and a lot of people like say, oh, I wish I could do this. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I love acting or I love like photography. I love knitting. I love whatever it is your dream is. I love that, but I'm an accountant or I love that, but I can't possibly make that a career for myself. And something that she said is like, a lot of people dream, but not a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. So like you have a dream, but what stops you from going after that dream is oftentimes yourself and the fear that gets in the way of that. And so my advice would be just be to like chase down that fear, stomp on it and be like, no, I'm going, going to do it anyway. Like 
I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to chase those mountains and conquer them. And like, that's just, it was so powerful. You are so powerful. Where can everybody find you, Linz? Oh my gosh. Well, you can find me at my website at lindsayroman.com. And you can also find me on the gram because that's where I'm at most of the time. (laughs) You will see crazy dancing videos at Mrs. Lindsay Roman. And that's it. Amazing. And Lindsay, for the record, it has just been so fun to watch you grow and to move your business and to dive into it and to invest. And I am such a happy client getting to work with you. We're just just really, really lucky. It's so cool. Like that, like, as I was shooting you, I thought it was I was like, wow, how like, full circle is this to Mm -hmm. like be photographing like the woman that taught me like a good portion of what I know. I just thought it was so cool. Well, I was just so thankful to get that time with you. And we're just really, really excited about the pictures you took. You guys are going to be spammed with them for the next year because they're amazing. So <laughs> oh, thank you. You, you sexy. Oh, girl. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.